What it do, what it is, the kid spins who it is. My favorite color's purple and I'm light-skinned and like Prince. What's going on, man? It's your boy Basil B, a.k.a. Sir Basil, a.k.a. Chauncey B -B 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 Billups. And it's your boy GT, also known as Trey. We coming back at you live. It's the Backwoods, fellas. We back. We back at it again. And guess what? I'm not, I don't have the headphones on this time. I shifted the creative control over to Spizzy. Ain't hot. You know what I'm saying? I hear you the wing, huh? Yes, sir. You gave with the point guard, now you're running the hey, wing. Hey, man, okay. I gave up the point guard and moved to the wing. You know what I'm saying? Get my numbers back up. You, you know did. what I'm saying, baby? You did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up with you? Not much, man. Working, working, working. I'm pretty sure Baz is on the same thing. What's up with it? Work, file, work. <laughs> That's what boy, boy, they ain't never seen a job. We ain't like, tell the spoon. Keep getting them checks. Jalen Rose voice. Yes, that indeed. Money, baby. What we got today, Trey? Um, man. Well, one, I'm going to come. We're going to, um... I'm gonna let you guys know we fresh off Stop the Violence event. We had that Saturday. Oh yeah, how'd that go? That joint went real good, man. We had some good dialogue. We had some athletic officials come out there, man. Uh, Board of County Supervisors, the Sheriff, uh, school board members with some uh, middle school students. Some mm -hmm. of the homies came out there. Uh, shout out to the firm. It's with my my community, my community partners and my people who follow the movement. We call them the firm. And we had great dialogue about pretty much how can we help our community uh, unify and collaborate with one another to prevent violence in mm -hmm. our community? Okay. That's what the whole Stop the Violence movement was about. Um, and pretty much that thing happened, man. We uh, in our third year. And um, <clears throat> right now we're, we're still in the planning stages. And hopefully next time we get to the implement, implementation stages. So that way we continue to pr uh, provide preventative measures for our teenagers. So we won't have to get to this point of teen violence and gang violence down in um, Carolina County where I live at um, where I'm from so um, we had a career fair that went well three point contest I couldn't shoot worth for nothing oh, Bass man. couldn't shoot worth for nothing um, but I chalked it up to being not able to uh, shoot in contests that's we're game shooters. Yeah, we're game shooters. You know what I'm saying? Catch me on a pickup game. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. YMCA. League. Yeah. So yeah. Um, just want to big out uh, a big shout out to everybody. If anybody who's listening that participated, thank you all for participating, coming out and showing up. Uh, thanks, Baz, for coming out there and being my executive assistant, keep me on the uh, keep me on the agenda, letting me know the time change and stuff like that. He actually spoke in that thing too. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I was surprised. I was like, man, yeah. what's up, Baz? I said, Baz, I saw, see, man. Hey, look, what, what you was what you was talking he, about? He hit me with a profound joint, right? I uh -huh. said, man, yo, I said, what's the time looking like? And um, what did he say? He said, man, he got two minutes left, just judging by the room, what it looked like. I said, oh, okay. No, no, so hold on, I got, oh, I got wait, to say the whole thing. He was like, how much time we got left? I said, two minutes, right? So about four minutes or so, you know, elapses. He come back like, yo, man, what's time? Like, I'm mean, going give a couple of minutes, right? He's like, you just said two minutes, five minutes ago. What's good? I was like, ho, 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 man. Some, some, some building right now, man. Give us, give it a second, man. Ain't no, don't rush, don't rush this. He was done. He was so done, yo. It was crazy. Yeah, was I like, told him. He, he said, hey, boy, you, boy, you, boy, you. Yeah, yeah. I told him. I said, man, you might lose your job, your real job. Mess around, be my assistant <laughs> coming here soon, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, we um, we uh, it was good. It was good. But you know, tonight, and um, I'm gonna think from where we picked up on um, something came up in the event that I think needs to be addressed, and it dropped in my spirit. Uh, pretty much in my, my thoughts, my mind, my vision, something from God is that we need more uh, conversation around mental health, especially with black men. And it's actually, I wanted to do this podcast tonight talking about mental health and just answer every question that you guys have, any thought that might come to your mind about mental health, I'm going to answer it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like, like you guys said, um, I've been in mental health for five years. I have my master's in social work. I do mental health crisis work right now. So I'm pretty thorough and pretty, I'm, I'm, I pretty much know it like back of my hand pretty mm -hmm. much. But I think one thing, an issue, <coughs> one, an issue is that the black community doesn't understand mental health. Correct. So I'm here to, you know, shoot that down and educate everybody on this topic. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so hopefully we can get a better understanding about mental health and how we can go about getting the right treatment and the right services that we need. It's also going to be the precursor to this project that I got coming up. Um, it's called the Goodfellas Project. Mm -hmm. And some of I, I threw it out there to a couple people that's been listening um, on Saturday that talked about it. Pretty much it's Goodfellas Project. I don't know how it's going to look yet, but I'm thinking about a two to three day class 
where I get black men and we come in and we do uh, dialogue and workshops surrounded by men- surrounded in mental health, emotional, how we can regulate our emotions as a man, self-esteem, um, and any type of other social issues. And the whole object is to pretty much figure out, uh, well, not figure out, but pretty much change our, the black man's mindset. And help guide them. And help guide them. From a pessimistic view to more of an optimistic, optimistic and positive view. So that's that's the plan right now. That's the brainstorm. Um, I'm hoping that it can come around in summertime. But for the listeners, y'all just heard what the Goodfellas Project means. Y'all seen I posted on social media a couple times, and you know everybody's kind of wondering. That's what it's talking about. So hopefully it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a actual class rooted in mental health strictly for black men okay um so i'm trying to figure out how it's gonna look where it's gonna be all schematics but just know it's out there most definitely yes sir so Ooh, sounds good yep so that's where we at so um where you want to start at with y'all got questions y'all got thoughts y'all got what's up Baz, what's up with it you got any questions i mean it could be the craziest it don't i don't, it don't even gotta be problem it don't gotta be former let's just dialogue about it. mental health mental health what does it mean to you? Like, you chose the field of mental health, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What, what, what brought you to the, you know, mental health field or um, social work? You know, what, what made you want to help, you know, people out with managing their emotions and try to help them be more optimistic and things like that? Like, <clears throat> you know, try to get them to understand more of why you do what you do. Well, I'll say this. Growing up, of course, I want to be a hooper. I want to go to the NBA. Hoop dreams. <laughs> I had hoop dreams, man. Of course. But um, I switched. I went. I wanted to go to NBA, and then I wanted to do computers, and then I wanted to do business, and then I took psychology classes, and then I ended up knowing that I needed to do something at the master's level of the psychology um, field, so I went into social work. Social work doesn't have as many limitations. I can do social work and do a bunch of different things um, and pretty much can... Uh, affect people and help people I've always asked the question why people behave the way they do mm. um, even when I was a child or even as a teenager I never could understand why somebody would behave the way they act, the way they, you know, they, the way they do whether it be a behavior like a negative behavior or positive behavior I always wanted to know why so it wasn't until like I got into my got into the mental health field where I um I worked in an inpatient setting, which is like a psychiatric hospital for individuals who might have a severe mental illness. Mm-hmm. I was working there where I really found out I wanted to go social work. It still kind of answered those questions. Why do people behave the way they behave? So that's why I wanted to get into mental health. And then it kind of just blossomed. And then it, it just goes back to me wanting to help people. Mm-hmm. And then it blossomed into me wanting to go the realm of mental health and affecting the overarching uh, mental health policies and things because working in working in direct clinical me and you one on one face to face that's cool but it's a lot of policies and a lot of law and legislations that that really um, hinder mental health treatment mm-hmm. um, so and, and, and as you can see in a particular climate today with mental health government the government and the states they still don't know how to effectively treat it right. so that's one of the then a lot of people you know they, they're not a lot of people they, they got a lot of stuff going on and they just don't want to take their um, take the own, their own initiative to go get seen about what's going on with them or whatever so it's kind of like you know um, <clears throat> what do you have to say for people like that that you know they know they got stuff going on and you know everything ain't right upstairs and mm-hmm. they having crazy thoughts and stuff like that what do you have to say about those people that are, you know in a sense uh not embarrassed. We, well, yeah, I think it's embarrassed. Like some people don't. Some people are embarrassed. They don't want to tell anybody. Right. They don't want to tell anybody that they struggle with these things. Right. So how do you? What's your message to people to say, hey man, it's okay. Like we understand. Like how do you? Because like I said, people are embarrassed. It's like a doctor. You have a condition. You don't want to go to the doctor because you're embarrassed. Even though that's what that's their job. It's your job to help people that struggle with these issues and emotions. Right. So how do you? What do you? Like, how do you get them? How do you let them know? Hey, it's cool. To um, talk about this, whether it be with you or family or whatever. The person has to be com- the person has to be um, comfortable, but you know, in that stage where they want want to receive help. I can't force anybody. Well, 
I can't force anybody to receive treatment. Yes. Um, in my particular current position, I have the power to do so under if they meet certain criteria. Okay. But, uh, you know, for somebody to go talk to somebody for a therapist or something like that, um, I can't force them to, to do uh, to see a therapist. The person has to want to do it. And I think it is an issue, in the, it's a really big issue in the black community around receiving help when something's not right, when they're stressed out, going through a lot of different things. Is it a sign of weakness? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people don't trust the medical field. Black people don't, I mean, black people don't. So it's like black, twofold. Yeah, black people didn't want to go to doctors. They don't want to go to doctors. Yeah. You know, they, they, well, natural healers, all the past or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But that goes back to history. Because you talk, think about the Tuskegee syphilis study, where they pretty much gave black men syphilis and didn't tell them. That oral story gets passed on generation to generation. You don't trust no doctor. So why am I going to trust a mental health or a psychiatrist or a therapist? So that's one so, of the issues. So for some, the issues never get even exposed to anyone else. They just live with them on their own. Yeah. So how bad could that turn? Like how how bad could that be if somebody's dealing with depression or anxiety and they never tell anybody or let it out could that be drastic or detrimental like how detrimental could that be if they never tell anybody and just keep bottled up as they go about the day to day life and don't get any treatment or medication to help them cope with it think of it in this way you got a soda and you shake up a soda and then you shake it up and you open it it explodes So, anybody that's suffering from depression or anxiety or, or anything in general, stress, stress, regardless, there's a breaking point. So, somebody, you know, eventually you're going to explode. Um, and just, you know, with like, just say, for example, the depression, you know, typically um, individuals, are, their, their daily functioning declines. They stop taking care of themselves. They stop, you know, they withdraw, they isolate, sleep more. You know, can that can that affect like their attention, like and what what they like say if they're having a conversation with somebody and they have all of these problems they are they're thinking about can that uh, affect the way that they re- receive information? Or yeah. focus, focus, difficulty focusing. Right. Yes, they can. Okay. So it's a, it's a bunch of different things that can happen from you know saying those those bothering those emotions up. See, see, you got you, you got to understand the difference between mental health. And a mental illness, and I think that's the other issue in the whole mental health field that we kind of misconstrue. Because it's so broad, you just kind of clump them together. Yeah. Okay. Um, according to the CDC, which is the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention of Mental Health, it says mental health is a state of well-being in which the individual individual believes, realizes his or her own abilities can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. And mental illness is defined as con- collectively all diagnosable mental disorders or health conditions that are characterized by alterations in thinking, <coughs> mood, or behavior, or so combination thereof, associated with distress and or impaired functioning. So it's a difference between good mental health and a mental illness. It's the same thing with a medical condition and just the symptoms itself. Just the symptoms itself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you in good physical health. And you got a cough, it's just a cough. But if you got. Yeah. Okay, but if you got a, a level, a cough that's you hacking up a lung. Yeah, that's something totally different. That's and you barely drastic. breathing. Yeah. You might have, you know. Okay. Pneumonia. So. Yeah. Okay. So I think we, we have to look at mental health just the way saying that we look at medical conditions and, and physical health as well. So when I talk about mental health, you know what I'm saying? Are you dealing with the stresses in your life appropriately? And if not, they can turn into a mental illness. Mm-hmm. So if you stressed out every day of the week, that can lead to sleep deprivation, which can lead to anxiety, which can lead to loss of appetite, which can lead to decline in functioning, which also can lead to depression and anxiety. So I'm going with that. Snowball, okay. It's a snowball effect. It's a snowball effect. So we have to understand and differentiate between mental health and mental illness. You can have good mental health right now, meaning that you are able to cope with your stresses on a day-to-day basis and not be consumed by them. Oh, so that's the difference then. If I can go on with my day-to-day life, it's just a 
mental if you issues. functioning normally, if your if your mental health is clear yeah. and you functioning normally and knowing how to deal. So with what is that? Is that what is that? If I can function normally, what is that called? Then I don't have a mental illness. Thing. You have good mental health. Okay then. Yeah. You got. We have to. You got. You got to treat the mental health component just like you got. You got physical health. You're in good physical shape, right? Yeah. Then if, so everything's fine then. If you. But if I can't walk, then I have an, something's wrong with me. Something's ailment, wrong. Ailment, uh, ailment. Illness. Okay. Yes. Right. Same principles here. Okay. So if you in feel good, like a doc man, I'm stressing so much I can't get anything done because I'm thinking about everything else that has to get done. Some you know yeah. You would have a symptoms. Well yeah. you have symptoms. Yeah. And if it's ongoing. It, that makes it okay. It makes it an illness. So it's levels to it. Look at it just like a physical illness or a medical condition. Okay. Look at it that same way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Because then, then you got to understand too. Some of these mental health symptoms lead into uh, physical conditions as well, and medical conditions. They they play both. They play on both on each other. Each other. Yeah, because stress stress can can cause a lot of bad yeah. things. Can can stress cause like cardiac issues and stuff like that? Stress or? can lead to heart attacks, mm-hmm. high blood pressure, increased stroke. Feel what I'm saying? Which yeah. also, you got high stress, you can be have anxiety and develop panic attacks. Is it all works together? The brain is the function of everything, Pretty so much. it's so it's gonna affect something yeah. else if you are wearing it out. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So right. That's why you have to look at it the same light as a medical condition or mm-hmm. physical illnesses. Most definitely. Because the brain is a muscle, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So. You have to look at it the same way. I don't understand why we don't, as a society and a community, don't look at mental health the same way as we look at look at physical health. I don't understand. Because it has a negative perception, that's why. Yeah, negative connotation. That's why. Yeah, yeah. And I don't answer that, that's why. And even a bigger negative stigma in the black community. But I, I told you, it goes back to the trust in the medical field. You know what I'm saying? If we didn't want to go to the doctor for a medical condition, what makes you think we could go to see a psychiatrist or therapist? Right. Okay, so let me is that part of it though? Because the other half is society's perception. If you go get help. Man, I man, I think I'm depressed. I think I got anxiety. Man, shut that noise up, man. That's one. Okay, so speak to it on that. Especially as from from the black men in the black community. If I come to somebody and say, not not obviously our circle, but it's a general to come to my one of my friends or something and say, Hey man, I think I'm depressed. They're like, Man, toughen up, man, you soft. Like mm-hmm. so how do we change that? Like in the I mean, black community or the community? In the black society. community. Oh, go ahead. I, I think with that being said, I mean, if you think something is wrong with you, that's a personal issue. You know what I mean? So I just feel like if you feel like, you know, if you feel like you have friends that are going to say things like that to you, yeah. then you should just not say that to that particular friend. Maybe you should just be like, all right, cool. Note to self, something may be wrong with me uh, upstairs because I've been stressing out a lot, blah, 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 blah. I want to know what's going on. So you take the... Uh, Take it amongst yourself to go see a doctor about it, and the information is classified, right? Yes, confidentiality. Yes. Right. So I mean, nobody will find out. Yeah. So if you go to the doctor, <clears throat> unless it's an emergency situation, a crisis situation, like like kind of suicidal or something yes. like that, then suicidal, yeah. homicidal. Right. So it, don't let it get to that point. You mm-hmm. know. So I mean, it's confidential information, classified information, whatever. Uh, to that point, I want to I wanted to say that I mean, just because you're stressed out, does not automatically say you have a mental illness. Right. Okay. It just means you're handling it the yes. wrong way. Okay. Just because you're sad one day doesn't mean I'm depressed. Doesn't mean you're depressed. So Drake's not depressed. Ah, I don't know. Drake. Come on, I don't know. That's not just a trick. I mean, let's, let's no, do it out there. Let's do it out there. But see, that, see, that's the other issue we battle, we face too, because people think they bipolar, be depressed. People think, you know what I'm saying, they, 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 they're this, they're that, when they're not, so they overdiagnose. You can't diagnose yourself, self-diagnose, man. We're emotional, we're human beings. So we go through ups and downs daily. Yeah. Nobody's gonna sit here and say, man, I'm happy every day. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? You're a human being. You're flawed. Yeah. So you're gonna have your days where you're up, you're gonna have your days you're down. When it becomes an issue where you're not functioning or it becomes too reoccurrent you're sad all the time and th- then we have to look into the illness mm-hmm. same way if you're sick all the time we gotta look into some type of medical condition so yeah I, I, you, you gotta look at it that way I, w- I would say just just to point it out to the listeners and make, and make sure they understand that piece mm-hmm. yeah 
definitely, definitely. I know y'all got more questions. I know y'all, but it's, it's, it's a topic that needs to be discussed, man. We don't, we don't talk about it enough. Tell me why you don't think we talk about it enough. Tell me why you feel it's a big issue. Well, from your, I want your opinion. Like you say, we need to talk about it more. Tell me why they talk about it more. Well, why it should be talked, not me per se, but why it should be talked about more, one, as a whole in the world, country, and then two, in the black community specifically. I, I think because people really, man, be, people go be going through it, man. People really be stressed out. In this particular climate in the world today, man, there's so much going on that you can automatically just go on Facebook and you be during an up during uproar about something. But I think we, we need to take we need to really hone in on it because it's important to our health in general. Again, like I said, it goes in between, it go intertwined with one another. Okay. Um, and I think particularly in the black male in the in the black community, particularly with our black males, we need to talk about it because all our lives growing up, you know, African Americans have had it really hard in America. Yeah. We we went through a Years and years, years and years, and years of years. A lot of this stuff that we went through is trauma-based in and of itself. You think about slavery, you know what I'm saying? You think about the Civil Rights Movement, Jim Crow era, you know, and, and, and you think about those different things. That's trauma. That's pretty much trauma. You know what I'm saying? So that gets trickled down to generation. And what happens is that we're told as black men, nah, you got bottled down. Man, nah, you, you being soft. Stop being emotional. Don't cry. You feel what I'm saying? You, nah, you can't go talk to therapists. Don't be telling nobody about your business. You feel what I'm saying? Um, it's it gonna be it's gonna be all right. Pray about it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? God got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, hardening the black male thought process and then we wonder why the 20s the 30s the 40s we get we feel so sad and upset and depressed about things we don't even know what's going on we don't even know why we're dealing with what we're dealing with we don't even know uh why we snapping so much why we so angry so much for um when over small things we don't know but it's because we've been conditioned as black men to sit here and bottle up everything and be this hard beacon, strong tower in our families and our communities and never deal with our emotions. Yeah, show no emotion. Show no emotion. Show no love. I mean, this is kind of, like you said, this is yeah. how you're taught to be. Show no love. As a youngin', this is what it is. Like, yeah. yeah. Emotion means you weak. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not, that's not. But that's, that's, not that's right. how it's taught, though. That's how it's taught. That's been how it's taught for the longest of time. Yeah. But that's not accurate. You soft. You show emotion. You soft. Yeah, that's soft means weak. You know, you it's nothing yeah. wrong with showing emotion. It's nothing wrong with that. That means you're human. You know what I'm saying? If you're not showing your emotion, you're really not human. If you're not showing emotion, you're making it worse. Yeah. If you don't have, run, yeah. if you don't have any emotions, you're borderline like almost a sociopath. You're a robot. A you know what I'm saying? Nobody can function like that, man. Mm-mm. Because what's gonna happen is gonna it's gonna balloon, it's gonna balloon, it's gonna balloon, it's gonna balloon, and then it's gonna eventually explode. And you're gonna be even in jail, which a lot of our black men are, or you're gonna be in a psychiatric hospital, or you're gonna be dead. Yeah. Or you're gonna be abusing drugs. Or you're gonna be abusing drugs. To help cope with the condition you don't even yeah, really right. you never addressed. Making it worse. Yeah. So it's this 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 thing that's been drilled in us. Since a young, since youngins, about how we supposed to be as black men because we already got these different factors facing us as soon as we step outside the house. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? The society puts on you and the world puts on you. The pressures yeah. that you have as a black man in America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we have the black pressures for the black community as well put on us as well. Which is even more than that. <laughs> exactly. So we harden ourselves. And it's bad for everybody involved. It's bad for your family. It's bad for your spouse. It's bad for your children. People you interact with, yeah, yeah. it's bad, and so that's and that, I mean that I think that's one of the reasons why we it just it, it, you know we we've, we've been conditioned that way, and I, and we have to 
take a stand now to overcome it. That's why you see some artists now stepping out more and talking about it and some more black men are talking about it, but we're still not talking about it enough. It's still some cats right now that don't understand it. I can go talk to my pops right now. He's still kind of uh, don't understand it yet. He's 50-something years old. So imagine how many people his age don't still understand it yet. You know what I'm saying? We, we, white men and white people in general are more likely to seek services than we are. At least about 20% almost. Yeah, in every medical aspect, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, but definitely... In the mental health aspect, for sure. They quicker to come. Soon as the first sign of stress come on. Oh, something's not right. Let me go some, get some help. Soon as if something ain't right, they going smack to the um, therapist. No lie. With us? So with we, us? Nigga, we, we, nah. So at your job, you'll say you'll definitely see more non-black people coming to your office than black folks? Yeah. Definitely? Definitely. By far? By far. Okay. By far. Did you get black people? Yeah. But not that many. Every so often. Oh, every so often. Mm-hmm. But it's more other demographics. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is. It's just it's it is. what it is. And I don't know the numbers are skewed based on the population in America. You right. Know, blacks only being, what, 13 or 7, whatever percent. 13%. 13% of the U.S., you know. So, yeah, but okay. Mm-hmm. But it still holds true for mental health even more, though. Yeah. So, you got to think, too, man. The, the cat, the black man that's angry. The angry black man. Some people might call that bipolar. But if you look deep enough, go back to childhood, the environment he was raised in, the household and the community, you'll find everything you need to know. Yeah, that's that's very true, actually. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. I told Baz that not too long ago, we was talking about some, you know, one of the youngest. I said, if you want to figure, and he said he was acting up. I said, you, if you want to figure out really what's going on, look in the house, look mm-hmm. in the school. Mm-hmm. You get your answer. You don't know the signs though. Is that what it is? Yeah. Don't know the signs. It, everybody ignores the signs. But then it snowballs though. And it snowballs. They be like, "Oh, why we ain't know this? Why we ain't catch that?" Well, y'all saw that when he was late. da da da. And now when yeah. my man's go to jail because he done pulled a gun on somebody, ready to rob somebody. You saw him getting in fights when he was younger, and now that's, his anger escalated, and you never did exactly. anybody. Don't know the signs. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So the signs are always there then. The signs are always there. I mean, but don't you, just, car, you don't. don't Go ahead. Don't a car tell you usually when well, something about to go? Lights on the dash means something wrong. So now, I, if you go drive with the lights on the dash and the car break down, who fault is that? You can't be mad at the car because the car told you something the wrong. Car told you something wrong. Check engine light came yeah. on. Yeah, you was like, I ain't checking that. Yeah, <laughs> check engine light. What that is? Pull the car over. Yeah. Take it somewhere. Yeah. It's, and, and, and we don't do that as one. We don't do that as men, or and especially as black men. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, nah, I'm all right. I'm good. It'll be all right. It's just a phase. I'm good. Fa- it's, yeah. It's just a phase. Mm-hmm. I'll I'm good. Oh, you start talking to yourself? Man, come on, man. Tighten up, man. Look at yourself, yeah. man. You talk to yourself, but just don't answer yourself. Yeah. Right. Don't <laughs> answer <Don't> yourself. <laughs> then you need to call, call me. You know what I'm saying? 1 800 call me. Call me. Yeah, that's the most famous. I'm good. Yeah. No, you're not good, bro. Yeah. That's what we need to start saying now. Yeah, take care of yourself. Nah, bro. nah, you ain't good, always, bro. I'm good. You ain't good, bro. Nah. I can see it in people's faces. I can see it in people's eyes. The way you, do, you can tell it, hey, man, you're not good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a gift and a curse. I promise you it's a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. I promise you. I, it, I'm to the point, like, on, on, on just, on, I know we don't get too religious and spiritual on here, but on, like, on a spiritual level, yeah. I can feel off of you. If something's going on with you. And so... Whether it's negative or positive. Yep. I can feel it off you. And I can see it in your face, see it in your eyes and stuff like that. I can, I can just tell. You ain't you say, yeah, I'm good. And you already know, in that 10 seconds, the way you said it. The way. Your non-verbal communication, your yeah. body language, I can tell. You didn't even look me in the eyes, which means, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. something's wrong. Yeah. I can tell by certain responses, man, on certain things, people going through stuff, man. It's a gift and a curse, man. I try to. I, I tell people all the time. I try to cut that. Cut that therapist mode off, man. You said it's hard though, cause you wear that man, mask it's, it's and that hard. with the hat. Yeah, eight, nine, ten hours a day though. Yeah, it's hard to cut. You it wear off. that more than you wear your regular face. Yeah, think about it. But, you're sleeping the other eight hours. Think yeah, about it. <laughs> but the other thing about it is that man, I, I have a, such a, a such a heart for helping people 
And like I said, it's a gift and a curse to see. I, I know when black, I know when homies going through it. I know when I know when they stressed out. Of course, I'm not gonna go deep into it. You know, so I'm not gonna force them to talk to me about mm-hmm. it. But you sometimes, know, sometimes, because that's, that's up to them. Yeah, but sometimes they come out with it all the time. Me and hey, Spencer, sorry, I've been, yeah. Hey, I've been distant, man, or da da da. Me and Spencer done had deep talks. Me and you done had yeah. deep talks. Some of the other homies, we done had deep talks as well. You know what I'm saying? Without even going, like, just mention, they just like, you know what I'm saying, man, man, I've been going through it, da da da. Me. And you're like, I already knew. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Tell by the way you just responded. Tell by the way you just posted. Or you were being distant. Or the way you were not posting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just play the background a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I can tell. Like something's going on over there in his corner. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's sad, man, because it's like, yo, I'm, I'm a lending ear. I can talk to you. Y'all ain't got to treat you like a patient. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, that's, I think that's the misconception that we have, though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, Trey, don't treat me like one of your patients, dog. I know I'm guilty of saying that to him. You know what I mean? When yeah. I want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and yeah, and that's true. And I, but I told you, I, I told you, like, I'm not, tr- I'm not treating you like a patient because if I treat you like a patient, I would yeah, go at it a whole lot, lot different. Oh, right, right. paperwork involved. Yeah, okay, he like, but the check right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking with you and, and throwing these questions and thoughts out to you because I care for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I, you know, all my homies, I care for. Them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I care for you. And then, but it, sometimes it'll come off like, oh, I'm treating you like a patient. No, I, I care for you. It's, I might use a different language. Yeah. You like, make sure you like a patient. No, not really. This is regular questions. Yeah. Like, yo, how you feel? Yeah. And, you know, they be laughing at me. I'm like, because it's your profession, we think you in that, yeah. in that mode and wearing that hat at the moment. Yeah. Really, you're like, nah. no, I'm just asking, how you doing? Like, yeah, so. I don't got no pen, no pad. You know what I mean? But it's, um, but see, that's it goes back, like I said, the trust in the medical field. And then it's not it's not a lot of black therapists or black psychiatrists, man. I got told one said one time before on the podcast, man, when I come out, man, I got a black client, man, you can see their face light up. You can see a burden of weight lifted off of them when they see me. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and I work with like three other black girls as therapists. But you see the you see the weight lifted off of them, the client, when they see us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of us. Yeah. I had one, I had one, I had a doctor ask me one time. She was like, she was looking for black male therapists or whatever. She was like, where y'all at? I said, I couldn't tell you. I don't know, because it was on both, it was me and about two other black dudes that graduated together. So why do you think the demographics of the profession are so low as far as black males? The field ain't fun. It don't don't pay the best. So what I want to go in there helping people when I know I am get compensated. It's a hard field. I'm not get compensated well. Get treated like whatever. I still don't know how to market it. <laughs> to recruit, you couldn't even recruit nobody. I couldn't recruit nobody I wanted to. Like black black males, you couldn't recruit somebody to come help join you. Like, hey, bro, I need. Oh, okay. I, I, that's interesting. I never actually asked you that before. You know. I don't know how to. How am I market it? So, like, compared to, like, <laughs> your, crazy, right? compared like, to your, uh, to your uh, guidance counselor at school, how, how different is your job compared to theirs? Or are you about to go be a guidance counselor you ain't even telling nobody? See, I did that right there? A guidance counselor? Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mean to insult you if I did, you know what I mean? Man. We just say, I mean, I understand where speech is coming from. Like, it's somebody talks to you, you listen. Yeah, it's just, I it's, train them. Oh, okay, okay. On what to look for as far as a mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. Okay. A guidance counselor at your school is pretty much setting you up from college, you know, talking with you about your grades, yeah. getting your classes Trying to steer, steer a young person steer in, a young in person the right direction. direction. They do some counseling and talk okay. to you about like stuff like that, but it's a separate program for guidance counseling. I didn't even know. It's a separate, person, separate program for that. It's not like your traditional counselor. Mm-hmm. And see, people... People loop, especially the black community. Social work, I'm a social worker. Master's level social worker. I do crisis therapy. So when automatically somebody say social work, they think somebody come and take the kids. But we do so much more than that. Right. We do a lot more than that, man. Uh, the therapist, they think automatically it's this, this therapist. I'm talking with you, yada, yada, writing this down. Everybody think of the therapist, they think of person on the couch. Yeah, with your feet kicked up. <laughs> yeah. Same thing for a psychiatrist and stuff like that. It's deeper than that. It doesn't go like that. It's, okay. it's not always like that. That's, that's what I think in my mind. What nah. you do all day is you got a nice leather couch in your office and you're like, <laughs> I wish. 
I be sleeping on that. You sleep on that don't problem. Yeah, but, but I, I mean that's another stigma in the black community too. Because it's what you see on TV and in the movies, though. Yeah, they think that it's, it's, it's this social worker is always attributed to me taking your kids. Therapist is somebody as you go in there, you talk with them lay a bunch on the of couch. problems or lay on the couch. Psychiatrist is something like a the therapist. You do the same thing. He prescribes you some medicine. You go on about your way. It's not this. It's not, man. It's not like that. <laughs> so it's, it's different levels. It's levels. So how do you think... You can get the importance of mental health out there in the world, to the world, though, to the community. Um, how do you spread the word? Says, or how do you spread awareness of it in the community and specifically in the black community? How do you spread awareness? A lot of advocacy, man. A lot of you know, um, different events and and, and making it okay. Because right now it's like a, it. that thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Making it, it's getting a little, it's getting a little bit better. Yeah, it's getting better. It's not like the plague or anything anymore. No, it's you know? getting better. I mean, one point in time in America, it was horrible. That's what I'm saying. It was like the plague. Um, you know, it was like whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's getting better. It's just, it's hard, man. Because like I said, I I don't even know how to market my my degree, my my career to anybody. Um, I, I if anybody has a passion for helping people, that's I can only run with that. But if you don't have a passion for helping people, I can't really. Yeah, I can't really pull you in this this mental health thing. Um, but luckily, you know, we have some, they, like, there's a lot of groups out there, man, that, um, that, that do mental health advocacy and, and, and do a lot of awareness, uh, uh, places like NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, one of the, and, uh, Mental Health America, they're like one of the biggest nonprofit organizations that deal with mental health. They do a lot of advocacy, a lot of awareness, a lot of program support groups. They do a lot of stuff on Capitol Hill and DC. Um, they're one of the ones that pushed really pushed um, the new mental health reform bill. Um, so, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of people out there working and doing good things, man, but it's not a lot of us in the black community doing a lot of good things. There's a couple of us. I know a couple of us that are putting out, you know, advocacy and awareness and pushing it and pushing it. And, 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 and now, you're starting to see more black professionals, particularly the millennials, really talking about mental health more. So that's going to get it out there a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But as far as from a therapist perspective and a psychiatrist perspective, I mean, it's like 0.1% of black psychiatrists. It's real low. Um, it's super low, actually. It might be, and that was like a number from like you know, a couple of years ago. Maybe a little bit more now, but I, I guarantee you it's probably not. As far as like black therapists, I meet a lot of black therapists on social media. Um, I mean, we got a couple in my agency. Um, not a lot, but a couple. And um, but I got I, I I know a few around it around 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 the world. I know one that's in um one of my friends. Well, my friend she's a psychologist Ashley. She's in D.C. I got a homie down in Charlotte. I met through social media. He's a um he's a therapist. Somebody else out in West Virginia. I met a therapist. You know, so I mean they're out there, man. But we far and few. It's hard to find them. So, you know, I, I the, the spreading awareness and mental health and advocate for it is already there. It's out there. It's being pushed. As far as the black community, it still has a lot. Yes, it does. A lot, a lot, lot, yeah. lot, a lot more pushing to do. Because we still have this stigma around. It's still there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that comes because there's not a lot of us black professionals in it. And not a lot of us are still talking about it. Even if the ones still get treatment, they still kind of leery. They still kind of leery to come back home and talk about it. Yeah, because you don't want to tell about it. Where you been? Yeah. Well, you are where you left work yesterday. You had a doctor's appointment? Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? so talking they don't want to tell the family about it? They don't. You know? But I would say... It's better that they're going to see somebody than nobody. It is. Okay. And that's the step in the right direction. Okay, so that's the... You got to start somewhere. Is that what that... Yeah, it's, it's like a step in the right direction, okay. man. But you, you have to... At some point, man, you know, those individuals who are receiving those services, they have to be the ones that continue to advocate and make it, you know, okay in the black community. You just have to. I mean, I'm sorry it's another burden you'd be putting on you yeah. as a black man. But... In order to help somebody else, to help your neck, you know, your, your, your brother, your uncle, your dad, your whoever, your, yeah. your son, you have to, man. Like, and I, I tell people all the time, you know, I'm a therapist, 
but if somebody like so check this out one um the homie that i know from charlotte right he's got his masters he's a therapist but he pretty much went through the whole mental health system right so he pretty much got diagnosed he got hospitalized um he received all the therapy service and stuff like that so now he does his own advocating and awareness of mental health he done went through the gaming already so because he's done that you know what i'm saying his testimony his experience will always trump anything i learned from the therapist side it will always trump it because somebody can relate to that yeah because you actually lived it yeah because he, he's experienced experience i'm sorry yeah you know what i'm saying and now he got the back the education back it to back it you he know got what I'm saying? both pieces of it so yeah. he got both pieces up so i'm saying i met another um what I, when i was right like i did the series on my my blog post on my blog about you know black mental health and this girl she she dm me on twitter and um she was like she suffered with mental illness and she was trying to figure out you know how to go about um starting a program or um to help black teenagers dealing with it right yeah and so i thought that was dope because i don't know this girl from nothing she don't know me from nothing but she's seen what i was doing and she was like yo you know can you let me know how i just need some, like a little bit extra push like extra motivation to to do this thing you know how do you what did you ask how do, she said ask me how did i put myself together or you know Right, or get it out there and stuff like that. And I told her, man, I, I sent her this long Twitter message, yo. Yeah. I apologize. I, I said, I'm sorry, man. If it's if, if it's um if it's long, I can might come off strong because I sometimes I, when I meet people like that, I come off. I do come off strong because I'm passionate and I'm really yeah, especially I'm, if it's something wanna, passionate about. I want to help them. I want to push them to that you next know, level. The, yeah. Next level. So I get real passionate. And I think I think there's another girl that, that DM me uh, about when we did the Kanye mental health one. We did that. She was trying to listen to it, and then she told me she was like, she does, she has like her own bipolar. She has like she's been diagnosed with bipolar, and she has like her own program that she does. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I came off a little strong on her, and she, I ain't ever heard from her in a while. But it, I was like, oh, I came off a little strong. I don't know if I, you know, but I'm, I'm, I, I can't sometimes contain it because I'm passionate about it. I want individuals to push it out there. But the first girl, I told her, I said, look, man, I've been doing this thing for like four to five years. You've experienced it personally. So I'm saying? Yeah. You've been on the receiving end of the type of work that I do. I said, it don't matter what how you do it or how you put it out there. The fact that you put it out there is all that matters. Is all that matters because you already went through it. I said, as no matter education, no matter therapy work, no matter clinical hours that I put in on this earth is going to relate or equate to the type of experience you have dealing with mental health. First hand, first hand experience, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially you and mommy sharing, you've you been locked up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can never take that away from you. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you about jail. You know what I'm saying? I can only speak from the couple months that I worked with inmates mm-hmm. and what they told me. But I can't tell you what jail is like and what, it's, and, and what it encompasses and how you get through it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can only support your claims. But you can tell me from firsthand experience. And that's the difference, though. You know what I'm saying? How it was, how it felt, how you got through it, and how you're dealing with it now. So if a cat come off the street and say, you know what I'm saying, um, man, how you make it through? I mean, how how do I get get this process of getting out of jail and, and trying to find a job and doing this and that third? I can say, man, here are, here are the tools. These are the places that hire. Yada yada yada. This is what you need to do to get your license. This is what you need to do to get your, you know, whatever you need to get back on your feet. But from an emotional and a mental standpoint, that's hell. Somebody's actually lived an experience is gonna give that's you way more intel. That's busy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can give you the tools. He can give you the pamphlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, I can give you the tools. But if it's somebody that's experienced it and lived it, it's it's worth that much more. 
He gonna give you the man. Okay, Fizzy gonna away. give you the yeah. man. Yeah. The play by play, literally the playbook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just provide the clipboard, and Spencer gonna write it up for you. And it's just, it's just, and you, it's just that. Even with that being said, man, I feel like with uh, negative, positive situation, like uh, whether it's jail or being uh, bipolar, you know what I'm saying? No matter what the situation is, it all starts up here in your head, man. Like if you, if you strong mental, mentally, and you know what's going on, you know something ain't right going on. And you taking it amongst yourself to make things happen for yourself. You already took the first step. Right. If you are aware that, you know, something ain't going on or you feel weak and, you know what I'm saying, you are fully aware of that and you're trying to make that make a change, that's that's the starting point right there. Right. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> you just got to, like, as far as the jail thing goes, you just got to, you know, you got to accept what you can't change. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You have to accept what you can't change, and if you can't ch- like in that situation, if you if the only way you can change it is get through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With with being bipolar, the only way you can can change it is get checked out and see what the methods are that you can take to uh, fix it. You know what I'm saying? Or, or help manage. Help manage it, or you if to see if you even got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like I said, we're emotional. We go here one day and yeah, here the other day. Of course. Because your life changes. Your life's not the same. Yeah. I posted an article. I posted a, a blog post about bipolar. Mm-hmm. I pretty much has to define it. What's bipolar one? What's bipolar two? What's the symptoms? What's the treatment? Gave a little video on it. I gave a little diagram. And don't you know, out of all my blog posts that I've done, I'm done about 70 or 80 now. That one was the most viewed. Still, it still baffles me. Yeah. Everything I post, I post anywhere from mental health to black stuff to, you know, positive, uplifting things. That one was my most viewed blog post. Almost like a hundred something. You know, I'm not, I'm not you know, a big time blogger. I ain't nobody. <laughs> you know, I'm just a regular, but a hundred something yeah. views. It's like you said, you know, you know, a lot of people aren't getting checked out. They're yeah, using people, the internet yeah. as a like they're using the bloggers and they're using exactly. Google as a source of all right, cool, uh, like WebMD. They getting on WebMD, looking at the side effects when they really should be going in person to go see somebody that can help exactly. them. Exactly. Like the internet is is cool and all, man, but you really have to go. And physically find out what's going on. You can't run tests over the internet, right? Unless it's DNA right. or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. You, if you have a mental issue going on, whether it's a mental issue or just you're mentally unstable right now, you have to go see someone. You know what I'm saying? Man. Or it's gonna, it's just gonna get bad. If you stressed out, man, or you you going through a lot, talk to somebody, man. Yeah, that's all. That's you all ain't, you gonna have to be the hard. I'm a whole. I'm I'm good type dude. All your life, man. Guess what? The longer you hold on to it, the bigger it snowballs. Exactly. Yeah. The bigger the problem it becomes later down in the road, though. It can turn into something you don't want it to turn into quickly. Uh, quickly, and and it it, it it needs to be addressed sooner rather than later. And I, I know for a fact a lot of black men deal with different mental health symptoms, undiagnosed, diagnosed, or not. But they deal with it. I know. Yeah. Because it's already ingrained in us. You know what I'm saying? The years of depression, oppression and suffering and stuff like that, that's ingrained in us, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why we so angry. Angry black man. Angry black man. For a reason, though. So until we change it and turn it. But we have to be willing to do so. And we have to be willing to help the next brother to change their mindset as well. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. So, you know, it's just... It's just a cycle, but if y'all want to really look look more in depth into the mental health post that I did for the black community, um, go to gtaylormsw.wordpress.com. That's g-t-a-y-l-o-r-m-s-w.wordpress.w-o-r-d-p-r-e-s-s.com, and go to the um, menu, find the category mental health, and just scroll and read. Um, and then you'll, you'll see everything I wrote about mental health in the black community. You have any questions, you can always hit me on my social media. That's retro underscore GT, um, Instagram and, uh, Twitter, DM me, tweet me, whatever. Um, and they be on the lookout for that, uh, the Goodfellas project as well. That's coming soon. 
And I got an infographic coming too. Some more infographics. We out here. Man. <laughs> man, man, I'm man, everywhere. Man. I'm everywhere. Springtime, summertime, we rolling, man. <laughs> got calendars filled, man. It's all summer 17. Yeah, it's all summer 17 out here, man. It's all summer 17. But, hey, yeah, we had to bring it real, bring it back to a serious note. I told, uh, told the fellas earlier today, man, they asked what topic. I was like, man, we got to go serious real quick. Um, and that's what the back was is about, man. We, we we go from we talk about anywhere from sports to real life topics, real life situations, real life situations. Um, because it's important, it's important for us to uplift one another, it's important for us to be more positive with one another, and it's important to have open dialogue. And it's also important for us to understand that we ain't the only ones with problems, you know. what I mean, we need to, you know, spread that word and try to help each other out, like GT said, you know, definitely. So, closing remarks, y'all got what's up. And if anybody has anything to say, anybody, you know, they got, you know, any questions, you know, get out all of us, man. We got the social medias popping. Mine is uh, Spizzy So For Real, S-P-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O number four, R-E-A-L. Basil, what's yours? Man, Sir Basil on all social media. Sir, S-I-R, Basil, B-A-Z-Z-L-E. What you got, GT? What you got, GT? Retro underscore GT, that's you? Retro underscore GT, man. Like Across said, the board. Across the board, that's it, man. I'm simply trying to get this branding thing down, man. And we, firm. We got, we, we, got, <laughs> we, got the, we got the the Backwoods page coming soon, man. Y'all be on the lookout for that. We're going to have more updates uh, on that page, uh, more of what's going on with us. And, you know, uh, just, you know, give y'all a chance to interact with us even more on that page. So, you know, just, just wait on it. You know, we, we on the way. Yes, sir. Well, it's the backwoods for uh, people. All right, till next time. Until next time, man. All right. Ready.